Welcome to Immerse Kingdoms reading for week 4, day 19. Immersed in Ruth. The book of Judges ends with a disturbing depiction of how bad things had gotten. In those days Israel had no king. All the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. But the book of Ruth shows that Israel wasn't universally corrupt. Some Israelites actually did follow God's merciful and compassionate ways in the days when the judges ruled. In telling this remarkable story of Ruth, the book reveals a crucial link from the period of the judges to the stories of Israel's kings that follow in the book of Samuel, Kings. It concludes with a surprising connection to the future appearance of Israel's famous King David. The book of Ruth tells a single story and is written like a short drama or play. First, the narrative stage is set, and then a series of brief, dramatic scenes appear. Because of a famine in the land, an Israelite woman named Naomi moves to the neighboring country of Moab with her husband and sons to find food. They settle there, and her sons marry Moabite women. The story's conflict arises through the multiple tragedies that Naomi endures and her subsequent struggle to survive. As the story unfolds, Naomi decides to return home to Israel. I went away full, she sadly tells her friends, but the Lord has brought me home empty. Naomi, now joined by her Moabite daughter-in-law Ruth, faces the considerable hardship of being a single woman with no male heir in an ancient patriarchal culture. We discover that Naomi and Ruth both have deep reservoirs of inner strength and resourcefulness. They face the significant challenges in their lives together with courage, daring, and hard work. Along the way, they encounter Boaz, a faithful and compassionate Israelite who proves to be a refuge to the women by following the provisions in Israel's law to help the poor. We see that God is at work throughout the story, from the way that people keep showing up in the right place at the right time. We can learn much from this brief but richly crafted story of Ruth and Naomi. God is directly involved in our own human dramas, working in ways we cannot always see and understand. So, we must faithfully press on and play our own parts in the story well, creatively using all the resources and gifts he provides, including the help of other people living in God's story. This book also plays a part in the story of God's covenant faithfulness. Simply stated, like Judges, the book of Ruth supports the right of David's house to rule in Israel. But there's a problem. As the genealogy at the end of the book reveals, David is the great-grandson of Ruth the Moabite. Because the Moabites refused to provide the Israelites with food and water when they escaped from Egypt, a declaration was made in the Law of Moses that none of their descendants should be accepted into the Israelite community for ten generations. David was a fourth-generation descendant of a Moabite, so how could he legitimately be Israel's king? The Book of Ruth shows that David's Moabite ancestor was a woman of true faith in the God of Israel. Beyond this, she did provide a desperate Israelite, Naomi, with the help she needed, and in this way Ruth effectively redressed the wrongs of her ancestors. At the end of the book, the women of Bethlehem accept Ruth and pray that she will be another great ancestor for the community, like Rachel and Leah, from whom all the nation of Israel descended. Those prayers are answered when she becomes a mother in the royal line of David. Significantly, the genealogy at the end of the book lists ten generations leading up to King David, 
showing the old prohibition regarding the Moabites to be overcome and the wider purposes of God to bring blessing to all the nations of earth. The Book of Ruth In the days when the judges ruled in Israel, a severe famine came upon the land. So a man from Bethlehem in Judah left his home and went to live in the country of Moab, taking his wife and two sons with him. The man's name was Elimelech, and his wife was Naomi. Their two sons were Malon and Kilian. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem in the land of Judah, and when they reached Moab, they settled there. Then Elimelech died, and Naomi was left with her two sons. The two sons married Moabite women. One married a woman named Orpah, and the other a woman named Ruth. But about ten years later, both Malon and Kilian died. This left Naomi alone without her two sons or her husband. Then Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had blessed his people in Judah by giving them good crops again. So Naomi and her daughters-in-law got ready to leave Moab and return to her homeland. With her two daughters-in-law, she set out from the place where she had been living, and they took the road that would lead them back to Judah. But on the way, Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go back to your mother's homes, and may the Lord reward you for your kindness to your husbands and to me. May the Lord bless you with the security of another marriage. Then she kissed them goodbye, and they all broke down and wept. No, they said, we want to go with you to your people. But Naomi replied, Why should you go on with me? Can I still give birth to other sons who could grow up to be your husbands? No, my daughters, return to your parents' homes for I am too old to marry again, and even if it were possible, and I were to get married tonight and bear sons, then what? Would you wait for them to grow up and refuse to marry someone else? No, of course not, my daughters. Things are far more bitter for me than for you, because the Lord himself has raised his fist against me. And again they wept together and Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. Look, Naomi said to her, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. You should do the same. But Ruth replied, Don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she said nothing more. So the two of them continued on their journey. When they came to Bethlehem, the entire town was excited by their arrival. Is it really Naomi? the women asked. Don't call me Naomi, she responded. Instead, call me Mara,
for the Almighty has made life very bitter for me. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me home empty. Why call me Naomi when the Lord has caused me to suffer, and the Almighty has sent such tragedy upon me? So Naomi returned from Moab, accompanied by her daughter-in-law Ruth, the young Moabite woman. They arrived in Bethlehem in late spring, at the beginning of the barley harvest. This concludes today's Immerse Reading Experience. Thank you for joining us.